I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. When you think Carol can't get more boring, a dog wedding happens. I'm going to work out tomorrow against doctor's advice. This recording might be my living will. Yay! Hello! <laughs> Guys! Hello, it's Andy's girls. It's Andy's girls. We're in week 12 of this social experiment we have signed up for. <laughs> it 100% is a social experiment, and we are winning. We are the most social. We're really immersed. This was a big week for Housewives. It was a big week for us. We just watched. Uh, we don't normally watch together, and this week we watched... Well, you, I watched OC for the first Hot time with the you. Presses. And then we watched New York together in real yeah. time. There was so much. Plus the Dallas reunion was like. Oh my like, goodness. There's a lot to talk like about this giving week. giving me things. And as we speak, Luann is going to dive into her past, which, we're, which we will recap next week. Yeah, we'll have to, we have to touch that. But right. um, there's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to, if we can, or if I may, I'd love to just like talk. The Dallas reunion was so interesting because. You know, we both expressed our frustration with the show because it felt like, for me, I felt like the drama was there, but it was, like, so heavy and, like, no one was likable or funny, and I feel like that's the element that was missing. Um, I don't know what your particular, like, grievance or grievances were. I mean, Dallas, it was the first episode where I was actually entertained, and I felt like I was watching a Real Housewives something Mm -hmm. because... The le- <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm Bethany is sangria. It's not good. It actually tastes it's bad. Terrible. It tastes like a rotten plum with a glass of water. I'm gonna. Dr- <laughs> I'm gonna I will finish 100. You will finish. I will successfully. I will finish this bottle before I leave. I love There's it. Only a little Today's left. Today's like I- our leftovers night. Yeah, it's We're good. We're a failing HBO series. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Dallas. It was the first time. I mean, I watched it twice, which is like the bare minimum for me. But I 
felt like it was the first time where it was something relating to a housewife episode and not like the poor uncle, poor uncle, the poor uncle of a housewife show. I mean, I feel like Dallas has been overall a real disappointment and I feel like they bet everything on this idea of friendships being like the theme of their franchise and I hate it, hate it to death. Um, That's what you think that that was like the... I thought that, so I thought the reunion was different. I mean, like, you know, of course, Brandy and Stephanie die for each other. Love them both. Love Stephanie's cabinet empire, which I didn't know was a thing. And I'm 100% supportive of. And the next time I go into an Equinox or Soul Cycle, I will look at those cabinets and I will say, good for you. Mm-hmm. Mazel to you. Um, yeah, I still hate Tiffany. think she's the devil. Um, Marie, I thought was the best dressed of all of those bitches. And Leanne is definitely a downer. I mean, the whole story with her fiancé or whoever the fuck that guy was that, like, attempted to murder her was not not great. That wasn't great. I felt like Leanne really acknowledged her insanity, though, which I appreciated. I don't think she did. I don't... I think her dumb fake apology to Carrie and um, Dr. Uh, Birkin, I think that that was, like, not really a real apology. I think that she was skirting it, and she was making jokes about how she was, like, drunk tweeting, and I don't think it was real. I thought the whole fake hug was entirely false and kind of But Carrie's reaction to everything... Was 100% her realizing she was not going to be brought back, and she was, like... Oh, I think 100%... You don't have that type of reaction unless there's truth rooted there. Oh, you thought it, those tears were real? Okay, because I couldn't tell. It was I so think that outside. she was having a meltdown because so she was so. My angry. understanding from the way these reunions work is that you that like because in my in my like real life job when I do when I work in reality TV, yeah, like, I love it. They watch the remaining episodes and they watch scenes, so they don't watch the whole episodes. But like while they're getting their hair and makeup done backstage, oh, they watch the scenes to like pump them. So that they can see the way the rest of the season plays oh, out because like, they don't know yet. Like giving like a fighter dog some say, raw meat. Well, let's right say like before. let's say New York is is filming the reunion next week. Okay. They still have like however many more episodes that have yet to air. Oh, so they might okay. So they'll show those episodes. And I mean, in my experience, so I don't know that Bravo does the same thing, but in my experience, they show the um, remaining like episodes to the people as they're getting ready to hype them up so that they see what people said about them in their interviews because they don't see that stuff and they get to see the way things were edited um, for the future. So I think that Carrie saw the things that Leanne said about her. And I think realized, I think there is probably some truth to what, whatever was the the perception of her relationship with her husband. And then she felt like, oh my God, my kids are going to see this and they're going to find out that like our relationship was whatever. Because like, (gasps) I mean, it was a pretty specific lie. Leanne said that Carrie and him had an affair. He was never going to leave his wife. So Carrie got married to somebody else. She was married to him for like a month or two. But, and then right. he left his wife so because he was, was jealous. So that sketchy, except that I didn't know that that guy had been engaged five times before. And I do think he was like a runaway groom. Except he did actually get married. And then he was like, oh my god, it's terrible. And then just left her. I think maybe they had an emotional affair. I don't believe they had a physical affair. But I have to say in Carrie's defense... The only times that I ever truly cry are when I'm really, really angry. And there's my body is like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so my physical reaction is to just burst into tears. Like if I am blistering.
feeling angry at someone, I just burst into tears because it's just my like physical reaction. Mm-hmm. And maybe she has the same thing where she just couldn't take it anymore and she was so fed up with the schlock that Leanne was giving her. I mean, I thought the whole thing was, and I actually thought Mark was super well-spoken. I thought he was going to be a little bit of a diva when he got on the couch, but yeah, I, I thought he held his own really well and wasn't um, irrational at all. I thought he was like pretty methodical in saying like, um, first, I'm not gay, A, and then B, what you said was really um, uh, hurtful and deceptive. And she never, I don't think Leanne ever owned it. She really didn't. She kept on saying, well, these are things that I heard. And it's well, like, that's... sweetie, you're like, you heard a little like seedling and you developed it into a full blown like gossip garden. I mean, it, it but was I think just... it was true. And that's why I think that Leanne didn't really feel bad about it because it was like, she was like, here, you know what you signed up for? Like, what makes you, I don't think you what can makes steal you steal? Assume... I genuinely, do you think you can steal someone? Or do you think that you don't think it's, I don't think, because she was saying specifically that. Carrie stole well, this she, woman's husband, Dr. Mark. I what I'm referring you, to specifically is that, like, she said that Carrie and her husband had an affair and then Carrie got married to someone else to, like, make him jealous because he wasn't going to leave his wife. And that felt real. And Carrie's reaction was really? so insane. Like, her crying jacks. And maybe you're right. Maybe it was anger. But to me, it all felt like, if it wasn't true, it would be, it was like how Lisa Rinna was like, there's clearly something going on with Harry Hamlin because of the way Lisa reacted to Kim. Because if someone said, like, X, Y about your mom or your dad or whatever, and you knew it was a total joke, you'd be like, what are you talking about? But some people don't react that way. Some people are more like, you're attacking my family because you're the devil, and that's really upsetting. It doesn't have to be true. I mean, I thought that Leanne was just super, super disingenuous. I I really did. To me, Red is like Leanne heard from a friend, someone that she actually trusted that this happened and was like, well, that's my real friend, and so that's probably true. And said it on camera, probably not thinking about, like, oh, this woman's kids are going to see it. And I felt like that's where that, like, I need to apologize for this came from. Not because she, but because like, that's the thing you sign up for these shows. And like, we, I feel like there's, is like a part of you that's like, Oh, that sucks. Or like, it's sad. Or that she's making a lie up. But it's like, that's also what you sign up for. Like, you know, your family's going to be picked apart and you choose to sign up for the show. Which, right. But then you also have every right to confront the person well, that's spreading of course, the Of course you do. I just, I don't know. Based on Carrie's reaction, my instinct was like, I was like, Oh, that, that's what really why I was like, I think that maybe Leanne is like, owning up to her part in things, and I think that Carrie's reaction is so over the top that really? it feels... But, but maybe you... I mean, I'm not... I, Leanne seems actually unwell, but I just couldn't handle Carrie's reaction. I felt, felt like it seemed so over the top that it was really telling of, like, there being deeper things there. I also had a huge issue, as you know, whenever Leanne talks about fucking charity, and I just keep circling back to, like, charity starts at home, so don't be the devil and keep telling people you're going to, like, fuck them up and murder them. I mean, that's not terrific. That's not... Great. I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was weird. We I thought it was strange. We didn't talk about this at length, really, before. But like, I just felt like the whole thing. Like her and Marie were real friends. Clearly, they are not. Yeah, for many years. So like the whole like I'm gonna kill you thing felt like it felt like not a real threat because it wasn't to me. It wasn't like that. Leanne was making that threat to to. It was. It was felt like Tiffany and Marie came in with real friendship. Like the other women, if it was like Carrie saying, if it was like Leanne saying that to Carrie, I feel like. Maybe that would have been different, but, like, here's the thing. And let me just finish the thought thought, because I feel like you're going to disagree with it. But, like, if I signed up for a reality show with my best friends, like, Jeremy and Seth, and I got so wasted one night, and, like, it was a great night we had, and I shit my pants, and that was, like, a funny funny inside joke that we all had. Mm -hmm. And then we got signed up for a reality show, and they told you, because they knew it would be great TV, and then everyone was like, Marie was like, Jeremy was like, I didn't do this. Like, I I would be furious that, like, 
that was a funny. She said that she was like, "It's a funny joke when it existed with my friends." Right, but, like, but when it was like it, inside, and like when it's like the, when they're saying like it's out of the circle, it's like well, it's because on national television. Like that's the thing. That's like the thing they can't say. It's like yeah, it's not, but I don't think you can ever end up. You can like listen. There's uh, there are no limits when it's when you're on this kind of show and however fucked up that was at that person, whomever it was, I assuming it's 100% Marie, whoever it was that like told other people, that doesn't give you the right to slam someone else's crystal, crystal bowl in like someone else's house in Austin and then potentially throw that fucking thing at Marie and then say, I'm going to kill you. Like I'm going to tear you apart and like eat you or whatever the hell she said. I mean, she was specific. I think that's terrifying. But I think I also in the little Marie that we saw, it was like the Blair Bitch Project. But, I mean, it was like not good. But like Marie also sort of like ruined her character on television and like n- ruined her character no i think leanne did a pretty good sure. job okay. doing I, I, that herself i say, okay, really, I, I, I think I marie re- maybe helped her a little but then i also like i, I actually do think marie maybe helped her a little i loved marie on the show actually yeah, i thought 100%. she was great but then the reunion i was annoyed because i when she was like that she had hired somebody to do twitter and like was like we're not friends i was like right. oh like it was like then it was too gross because like i don't want to i don't want to see like the cop it's like the lisa vanderpump thing it's like I don't want to see the cogs of you guys producing yourself. Like, right. It's like Bethany in the Mexico trip. Like, the stuff that's so, like, you can clearly see them doing the work. It's like, when she was at the reunion, she was like, I don't know how to do Twitter myself. I hired a people to do it. And then she was just like, and she was like, we're not friends. And I was like, but you were friends for like 25 years before. Right. So, like, clearly that friendship meant nothing. And now you're, like, on a TV I also show. looked at all of their social media feeds and found them all just equally depressing. Like, it wasn't anything to hire someone about. And then she kept tweeting and, and saying in her blog that she, like, hired a millennial. Does Maria have a blog? Oh, the Bravo blog. Yeah, she has a blog on she Bravo. She does. She also said, I want to get this right. She said that tiffany is the one that told brandy and stephanie about the poop which made no sense because there was that guy the guy told we saw on camera the right, man said tell that them. marie spread i mean it's also it feels so dumb but i was appreciative of the fact that it at least felt dramatic in an appropriate manner what's so interesting and think about like this for a minute if you can think of the other franchises jersey i think suffers from the same thing actually and i think carolyn was sort of the like fun person what she- that they go violent Number one. Well, I think that, like... I mean, they go actual when you th- When you think about, like, Atlanta and you think about OC and you think about New York, like, there are women on there that are funny. Like, Sonia and Ramona and are funny. Bethany it can be funny. Right. Nini is funny. Phaedra Bethany's is funny. witty. Um, yeah. Vicky can be funny. Right. Shannon Bedore can be funny. Like, Dallas had nobody like that. And I think Jersey suffers from that a little bit. Like, I don't think anyone's funny on Jersey because no one's super quick or witty. Carolyn was that... She was had a thing because she was, like, the mama bear she was kind of wise that allowed her to like make fun of the other women yeah but nobody's like there's nobody to like whoop it up like there's (laughs) there's nobody to give that and there's nobody to be like bloop like there's none of that i wonder if they thought that leanne was going to be that person and then she ended up going the stab route where she like i think that they did johnny with a gun and i don't know what you do with that person when they're the core like i think leanne is the person who has to come back next year because she's sort of the arc. But then I think she... she. But they need to bring another like another big honcho in there to right. combat her who's also like has a lightness and is right. funny. And, and Leanne, because Leanne is good TV, but not... She needs somebody... The show needs to be funnier. 
She need, they need someone that's real. I mean, they have, like, some soft, plain-spoken people. They have some, like, sycophants, like Tiffany. And they don't really have, yeah, a moral center. They don't really have the person that's, like, the storyteller for all of this. And that's why it's so disjointed. I think they just honestly did a terrible job of casting. Yeah. And then they realized it wasn't going to... They were probably shooting and realized it wasn't going to be great. So they pulled back on any kind of, like, production costs for a fancy vacay and, like told the girls to figure it the fuck out and then I bet I wonder if it'll be on like hiatus like not hiatus like I wonder if it'll take a while to bring it back just to like so that they can sort of figure out what the new what how to make it work because I don't think that they'll like get rid of it because I feel like they probably put a lot of money into the first season like doing like promo for it I I wonder if they were thinking that it would be a two-part reunion and then realize they didn't have enough material and it would be better to do like a super size one I would actually, episode when i watched I was the, super into it i was like oh i'm glad this is one episode and then i was like oh, it actually was like very entertaining it was very entertaining i think because they knew that they didn't have enough filler to make it two episodes successfully because like, if you think part. about the people who had drama were Le- it was leanne with the group and carrie. it was and it was brandy in her marriage and then like carrie and leanne it was also interesting that they flew the cast to new york to film it i don't know why that was i don't know if it's because it was less expensive to fly them to new york and put them up than the stage a of production and... in um yeah because atlanta and dallas. california and new york have places in like dallas it's like yeah really... and at potomac they of... probably shot in new york as well the I reunion remember. i don't know i don't remember paying I don't attention remember. potomac wasn't like memorable for me in any way the reunion was stupid too but like the reunion was uh, stupid. i have said this a hundred times but like you know it's fun to repeat myself do it but like potomac is the opposite of dallas where it's like they have a lot of funny women who are witty and smart and like can be quick right but they don't have any money but, and they have no money and their drama was not there like there's no stakes right there was like their, the dumb the thing only thing that was interesting the right. thing yeah like all and of the stuff the space maybe being gay yeah it was all like the drama was really like low stakes but right. they at least had funny people to like make that stuff like fun to watch yeah 100 percent. they had personality but no plot yeah and dallas, dallas had like had a lot of plot nine. but like it was just mm. it wasn't plot but it was just like they i mean brandy's like, marriage story. was like well you could watch and oh be my like god and then her saying that they almost got a divorce or that he asked for a divorce which we know from the vicky and don story does not end well when you start using the d word i mean that's not great when you're married i feel like that should be like the one thing you should never say because once you say it, you can't really take it back but i guess they've like made strides or something or whatever i mean she said fuck. that yeah they, they renewed their vow I, don't I just know. think she could do so much better than him i don't think i don't think a person can change that drastically but maybe i mean i don't know what he was like in junior high i don't know what he was like off camera either i mean maybe different i don't know it was very maybe sad was to watch like super yeah i feel like she went through the most and it was so unnecessary she was like the sweetest person so why was everything constantly happening to her it was like super sad yeah super sad spell anyway that's dallas no well bye dallas <laughs> yay so um fun. more i mean i was gonna say more importantly like hesitantly but like oh no 100 percent more importantly 100 percent so we've, we've adjusted our weekly tradition. Instead of having New York in the background, we just watched uh, this week's New York episode and are choosing to watch OC instead on mute because it was just giving us I mean, I Everything. was captivated oh, by it. I God, feel like... it's so good. I, oh, I my thought, girls. My girls are back. What I think is really great about the OC is that they have not decided not to do this thing that new york and atlanta and i think you said beverly hills earlier that they all have decided to like bloat their cast and i don't know if that's to like balance like bethany and nini being like a lot of money or like lisa vanderpump like if it's like because then they can film with like less people like because i think that oh, they, if you, if they you film by scene contract. oh yeah yeah, yeah. and your so then it's like, like oh if we have yeah. if we have nini and bethany and lisa vanderpump they're all a lot of money but like the oc it's like five women or is it six this season 
Um, well, there's Shannon, Vicky, Heather, Heather Tamra, Megan, and then girl, Kelly. Kelly. Six. So six. Um, yeah, it's like... But they have a nice core. They have a good core, and it's like a lot of the core has been there before, so it, yeah. it feels like if New York was just like Bethany and Sonia and Ramona and like Luann and Dorinda, and they got rid of Jules and Carol, that like... It would be fine. It would absolutely be fine. It would probably be better. Because I think that Jules is really trying to prove herself, and I think that Carol is hanging on because she's actual friends with... Uh, Bethany at this point. Jules is trying to prove herself, and yet she has this natural aversion to drama that Mm -hmm. she said over and over again, and how she just wants things, like, nice and pleasant, and it's like, sweetie, why are you on this show then? Well, why are you, I guess maybe that's good to have someone say, like, this isn't a terrific way of behaving, or I'm uncomfortable, because there might be some viewers out there I feel like that's sort of like, I think you could make a super cut, though, of Housewives just saying that all the time. Like, I don't want there to be drama, I don't want people to fight. No, but I think Jules is actually uncomfortable when people are fighting. Well, I think also because she's not, like, she's not a part of any of it yet. Like, when when she's a part of a fight, if that happens, I mean, who knows? But if she's a part of a fight, maybe that'll be different, but, like, I also feel like she hears about everything secondhand by people that she, she, in tonight's episode, she said, like, the one or two times they've met Sonia, and I was like, I mean, we're, like, what, 12 episodes in now? 11 episodes? Yeah, and she's only... And has met Sonia a handful of times, and not even... Weird. So it just feels like she doesn't have the... Perspective? Doesn't know know the people, really. So she doesn't know... Dorinda's fights, she can have a little bit more of a... Like, Dorinda's fights earlier in the season, she could have more at stake, I suppose, or feel more invested in it, because she knew Dorinda and John prior to filming, but... Like, she has no relationship with these other women before the show, as far as I know. Yeah, 100%. Totally. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what Jules' future is. I do feel more invested in her storyline now because she's getting a divorce in real life since the show ended filming. Right, and I wonder <clears> if that... I mean, I keep thinking that's probably going to save her from getting canned at the end of this season. I don't know that she's necessarily, like, bringing it in yeah. an important, special way. I don't think she is. I don't know if she's, like adding value lord knows i'm really interested in hearing her talk on camera about her divorce and that would be interesting to me but if they do recap i mean if they do continue her on the show next season and don't add anyone new there will be no married housewife on housewives of new york that is sort of an issue actually luann would be married at that point so lou would be the one yeah what do you think would be what what do you think i know we're gonna talk about oc and i'm back on new york but what do you think of the like the dynamic we when if we had if they sort of whittled down the cast of new york like what do you think Bethany's dynamic would be with the women if Ramona was her only ally? Like, if she didn't have Carol? Because I feel like there's a little bit of the two of them removing themselves a lot. And I not a little bit. I don't think that Bethany ever has to worry about being alienated from the group because she has so much intrinsic power with production. I think it's more when other women get alienated from Bethany. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think that... I don't think that that's as much of a worry as far as, like, folks... Uh, instead of folks who actually really do need the check and need the job, which we saw with Sonia and um, and Lou, I think needs it. I yeah. think she needs it just to like keep up her like other related housewife empires with her like clothing line and whatever. Okay, guys, so we're watching. Oh, so Sorry, I got background. lost. In, I was I got lost <laughs> in watching Tamara like do oh bodybuilding and Eddie watch Tamara her with a raised eyebrow. A professional bodybuilder. I mean, has that word been used? Professional. Yeah, she won. Spoiler alert, guys. She, like, enters a competition that I guess will air closer to the end of this season. And she, like, fucking won it for, like, women of a certain age or whatever. I mean, she gets, for lack of a better term, super cut. I mean, she really 
looks in photos that I've seen of her on social media unbelievable. So kudos to her. I mean, Tamara just reinvents herself every season. What so one is season the, she's what a is, devil. One season she's in a terrible marriage. One season she's um, a Jesus freak, and now she's. What do you think um, like motivated her to be like? I'm gonna be a bodybuilder. She was looking for something to do. I think it probably helps that she. This is gonna pay dividends for her in. Um, like sort of sub promoting her gym because she's going to be doing all of her workouts there. And so I'm sure it's helpful to have like the face of your gym look phenomenal. Um, speaking of phenomenal, Jimmy Edmonds candle business. Oh Jesus Christ. I mean, has he run out of ways to make money? I mean, I'm it felt just, like super desperate to me, but I was also into it. And I, I would see future episodes of him like staring at a barcode and like reading all the numbers out loud and saying how cool it is that like someone scans it and a price tag. I just love she was she was like, I just love that you're like a crafty like do it yourself <laughs> like make, make candle person and he was like There's that's so not that's not it. And I was like, oh what else do you make? Soap? I mean I think it was so unexpected and really He's <laughs> smelling and smell it. He looks really at peace. I've never seen him happier he's, being near his wife than in the moment where a candle sits between them. He seems gay to me. Do you feel that vibe as well? I think they're all gay. Um, but I, what I, I, you know, I was really into making Except soaps. Except for like, David Bador. Oh God, I love David Bador. Oh my God. I'm very attracted to him. Um, Seven minutes in the closet with David <laughs> So I once was really into making soaps and candles, but like didn't ever do it. But my, um, I... One I my, don't even know how that would happen. I had an ex whose mom was into it, and like it was like one of the things we would talk about. So she gave me a couple what? books how to do it. Um, <laughs> I never did it because I like it was like you had to like buy lime and stuff, and I was like, like wait, like lime is citrus? Um, no, like um, like I L- don't care. Y M E. I don't know what that is. Um. Anyway, so uh, oh wait, I said lime. I meant lie. It doesn't matter. Okay. I, I don't know what I'm saying anymore, so now I'm getting nervous. <laughs> not, the moment I'm going to get fact-checked, people are going to be like, you don't know I what you're... I couldn't be less Like, what do you put a... I could put a body in to, like, let it disintegrate. A lie, right? Back? Lie? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I'm not going to look it up on my phone. I'd rather Please sound don't. super educated. <laughs> um, so, anyway. I So, I can speak to that I think there is something very charming about homemade candles and um, soap. Wait, did he make... I don't think he made the candles. I think they're selling candles. Like... You know, like a fat, like when they do fake fragrances, where like a factory will send them scents. You think he's making those candles and then? Like, I mean, I don't know that he's making each one now, like homemade. But I, the impression I, think I got he was probably he, is into it. No, I got the impression he was like helping make the aroma, like helping make them. Oh yeah, I think they like send him scents, and they're like, "Do you like this? And do you like this color? Or, like container? I don't know candles." Let's find out. Let's find out how invested, like how hands on he is. Let's tweet him. I'm sure he's responsive. Um, Megan might respond. Megan is pregnant. That on so. Yay! Yeah, a lot of news. Megan is pregnant, and then we just have to say that Lori's son... Former to, housewife of OC. Former housewife tried to kill somebody. And again, timeliness is, every, is godliness. They so both he did shot this someone stuff. the day before the premiere. So it came out the day of the premiere, I think. Yeah, good for him, I guess. And did Bravo talk about it on Watch What Happens Live or anything? They didn't. Um, nor has Lori... Because he had to acknowledge it. Yeah, but it's like a million dollar bond. I mean, I hope that she, I I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about it, none of which are like pleasant. Do you think she'll be on this season? Is she connected to anybody right now? I don't know if she'll pop up in a Keo kind of way. Gina Keo did pop up tonight and I, um, or Monday night's episode, I was into it. She was very tickled by the entire Dubrow like bash that was stupid as shit. So. I know we're sort of jumping all over the place, but the Dubrow bash, I had a little bit of, like, a 
throwback to Kim Zolciak's fake cancer wig gate in uh, season one or two of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Interesting. Because it was very much like, I thought I was really sick. Oh my God, oh my God, call for sympathy and everything's fine. And I know that Heather's version was like much more refined and, you know, let's all love each other. But there was a little bit of like a, we're here because there was a medical setback, except it was a false positive. I mean, I thought it was like a little... I thought it was a little... But it didn't feel like... It hadn't been like a plot point, so it didn't feel gross in that No, she way. was like announcing it to people, which is what Kim was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a little, but I felt like, little bit of a reach. I think they could Correct me if I'm like wrong, a, but it wasn't like Kim's illness, like, was... We... There was like... We knew about that there was something wrong with her before there wasn't something wrong, right? She was trying to say that <clears> that's <throat> why she was wearing, wearing wigs. wigs. right? So that's why, like, I felt like people knew about it. So when she said, like... I don't think people knew about it. I think she used to say, like, her hair was, like, thin or something, or she just, like, liked wearing it. She didn't give a lot of detail. And then she went into this whole thing of, like, oh, I was sick, and then Nini immediately mm -hmm. got freaked out. You could see her face on camera. She didn't know any of that information. She's like, oh, I didn't know any of this. And then Kim, like drunkenly tries to like explain herself to Andy at the reunion and goes on and on about how like oh yeah and the doctors and whatever and then oh um so they then they just realized that there was nothing there that so it was Kim Solskjaer would never do Atlanta again right no I think she's too I think she'll do Atlanta if her spinoff gets canceled but I don't think she would do it before I don't think she would even cameo unless she does this other spinoff show with Nene where they like drive to LA from Georgia. I thought it got canceled though. It got or canceled like... and they brought it back as an idea. So I think they're still working on it. And I think if that happens, then she'll pop up and they'll like look at cars or something one day. But I don't think anything else will happen. It's interesting. I feel like Nene and Kim's friendship is like on now because they're both they like, both, because yeah. they're both successful outside of the housewives and like they, right. and, but like, I think if they were on the same show again, then they would fight again. Yeah. I don't I feel like they both like respect each other's game in a way that they didn't before because they both like grown up a little bit on the show and so they have enough success individually that they're not competing so and you, I think if they were on the show again yeah I do think they would fight do you with that said if you think if, if Sheree and Nini both come back full time <gasps> this season do you think they would oh. fight Oh my god, I hope they do, because there's nothing better than Sheree giving a read and Nini losing her shit. I mean, like, that is a hope. I hope if I hope Sheree gets bumped back to series regular, because I think she deserves it, and I want to see that fucking chateau get built. Yeah. Nothing would bring me more joy than seeing her taking a walk through Chateau Sheree and there being, like, a floor there, and not, like, a sleeping bag. That would bring me love. Okay, so skipping back to OC, just because I have so much to say. Yeah. Just for a second. Um, so what do you think about the relationship that Vicky now has with Shannon, which can really only be explained by Vicky's uh, new beginning, for lack of a better term, an homage to Ramona, well, with saying, I went through a really hard time, but I don't want to talk about it, and her complete lack of acknowledgement of the role that she forced her friends to play by involving them, by involving... Dr. Dubrow and that weird lie that she admits that she totally made up about mm -hmm. him supervising like an IV late at night or whatever the fuck about the medical files about um, the fact that Shannon was actually an excellent friend to Vicky until the very very end when Shannon started to question stuff that Brooks was saying I think that Vicky has a lot of anger to her friends that she should have for Brooks I think it's ridiculous I think that when Vicky talks about Brooks she's like sad and I get that because they were together for several years like yeah. four or five years but that's no it's no excuse I think she needs to actually say like I'm sorry I understand and take responsibility for the mistruths that I said and like call it a day I mean she's going she's saying over and over again that she had no role in um Brooks's like cover-up even though she's not 100% admitting that he was totally lying and I think that that's 
bullshit. I think that she may not have known that he was lying per se, but she saw that there were holes in the story and she just wanted to protect him and their relationship. And she just decided to be blind to it and decided to rely on just like blind anger and being upset that her friends couldn't just implicitly trust her when in fact they were actually being good friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's crazy. I think that this whole weirdness with Shannon and Vicky, I don't think it'll go away anytime soon because they're like shading each other on social media. And I think that's kind of depressing and sad. And I'm like team Shannon about it all the way. It's like team Bodor all day long. I'm not like, I don't ever feel like I want people to work through their problems. I think that despite this being reality show, it's also a show. And so you need to like, that's your job. So I feel like when Carol were to start to Luann, I find that very frustrating. However, the fact that Tamara is so like, I don't care if it's like Vicky lied about this stuff. I just want her to apologize and own it. I'm like, oh, that's impressive, I suppose. But like, I'm sort of like understand what Shannon's talking about. Because it's like, you lied about him having cancer. Yeah, I think Tamara just said that, but I didn't, I don't think she 100% means it. I think she said something like religiously, like, you know, it's up for Vicky to bring it up with God or whatever, the pearly gates. I don't think, I don't think that Tamara 100% believes it. I think she's like giving... It's giving just like, it's Vicky pretty, a little too much room. It's pretty despicable. And like I'm sure Shannon uh, and Vicky. Yeah, and I and I get like what she like what she said tonight, she said, um, or I'm sorry, she said on Monday night's episode, I'm going to um like I think if I was gonna do it over again, I would still stand by my man. Like I hear you and I understand where I she's coming from. To but say. I think like I hear what you, she's saying and I understand like the impulse to defend your partner. But one, you're on a television show. And so every move that you guys make and everything you say is documented. And two, he was, like, lying about cancer. And, like, you had suspicions and, like, you were wrong to not question those on camera because if because now you look like an asshole and you, you know, you're, all your friends look like assholes and you lied about him being sick to your family, to your daughter. Like, it's just, it's so wildly inappropriate. And the fact that, like, she sort of was like, I would do it all over again. I'm like, mm, I mean, all for being supportive of your partner, but, like, you should still be able to, like, ask questions about things that don't make sense. Right. and support and enable are two very different yes. things. And if I was Brianna, I would be pissed as fuck seeing my mom say, if I would do it again, I would support my boyfriend. Because, fuck you. You should say, if I would do it again, I would support my family. Mm-hmm. And if my daughter is uncomfortable with a man that I have brought into this life who is not an actual family member, then there is a real problem there. I mean, I don't have kids. I haven't been divorced before. And Vicky's uh, had both a couple times over. And I don't know how much her feeling of loneliness can blind her to definite realities. But if everyone in my life, see everyone in my life who isn't on the payroll essentially is saying to me that there is something wrong here, not only with him as a person, like talking about his penis size, like coming onto Brianna when she was pregnant at one point, which she's discussed in past reunions, but also this whole cancer bullshit. I mean, genuinely, it's your own fault for not believing it. And yeah, you have to take some responsibility for the fact that when you involve your friends and when you film on a reality show and shit goes wrong and someone in your life is really unveiled as a liar, yeah, you need to take responsibility mm-hmm. for introducing this person to these other people. I mean, she needs to take responsibility and sit down with Shannon and say, I'm sorry for introducing Brooks and this craziness into your life because it's super stressful. At a point when Shannon was going through all that shit with David. I mean, it was too much. It was too much. And I thought it was really... I thought it was totally appropriate for David to make a sassy little comment to Shannon about like, you know, when Heather's talking about the false positive and he's like, oh, it's just like the cancer thing. And like they have a little cute little moment between them. I'm like totally into it. And for Vicky to be that offended if she allegedly well, like Gina it, really instigated yeah, Gina, that. Gina's like looking for a check. <laughs> 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 when he said 
<laughs> oh, look at her. I mean, those so have full of selling themselves. <laughs> the OC. I, I thought that that was like 100% bullshit, and I was not into it. I was really not into it. I think that, I don't think that it's, anything's going to change, because Vicky, even on Watch What Happens Live, which she was on the night of the um, premiere, was like, I don't want to talk about Brooks anymore. And listen, I could understand how she could be overwhelmed and over it but the viewers aren't and neither are, are her cast members also especially if they haven't seen each other since the last reunion or soon thereafter i mean if all these people are saying i haven't seen her since all that shit went down with brooks how are they supposed to have any closure mm -hmm. it's not just about vicky i mean jesus she really brought this upon herself in many ways and it's just like super unfair for her not to acknowledge it and until she does that, does that, until she does that, until she does that, there's going to be no change in people's um, uh, hesitation to being with her because people are uncomfortable. Was there anything sadder than the scene of Vicky like coming home and talking about how she was lonely and like clean, like peeling a clementine in the sink and then like then like drawing like her sheets oh like ready God. for bed and like saying on Watch What Happens Live that she lost all this weight and she looks phenomenal. So kadoos to her saying she did it on a 500 calorie diet i was like sweetie that's like a soda and a half like that is not even that's like literally that coming time was like her full meal and also her saying she made a lot of changes in her life she's she started with i got a haircut and i was like boo boo i 100 percent understand <laughs> like when you get a late changing haircut it's like it changes yeah she was life. like i got a haircut i lost weight and i got a new kitchen and brooks is gone her kitchen does look great her kitchen looks phenomenal she looks good too i and i hate to like say that her, i don't her face I, settled in i don't like saying that about like people when they lose weight because i feel like it's weird because it's like you don't want to well if you don't know that they did it in a healthy way and i'm not entirely sure that Vicky did on 500 calories a day. You don't want to like feed into it. Yeah, you don't incur. And you want to make people feel like they're like less, like less Worthy. attractive yeah, when they're course. like, you know, 10 pounds or Yeah, whatever. when they gain it back, which everyone does. Um, what do you think of like Megan's mission to get pregnant? I mean, we know she um, was successful. She's through her first trimester. So she's, she is pregnant. But what do you think of like this story to like carry Jimmy's, like have the, have the seed of Jimmy? I mean, it looked painful but i would assume that having sex with jimmy the regular way would also inspire some tears i mean i mean i would sleep with jimmy i i feel like he would be super selfish 100 can you imagine him being like how are you I'm like no he's like in and out and he's like watching a baseball game he's not there for you he's there for himself and a candle what did you think when he would she... do a great job of arranging the candle <laughs> what did you think when she said that thing like uh, Jimmy like decided he wanted to have a child with me because he realized he wanted to like keep me. Oh my god, I thought that was super depressing. Yeah. Especially if you know your man has had kids with his ex-wives and that did not stop a divorce. I don't think anything, I don't think a child can be seen as a protective clause to a potential separation. And I think that's a really bad sign. I think if someone doesn't want something and it's like a kid... I think that that's tough. I mean, I think if he had come around to it and been like, you know what, I've decided I want to have a child with you, that's one thing, but I want to have a child with you because I don't want to lose Well, you. it seemed like she was editorializing that, but still. Well, when does she not? It's Megan. I'm into Megan purely based on the fact that she talked Brooks down. Like, I found her to be so annoying last season, but, like, the fact that she went so hard at the reunion and made it happen, I was very into it. I think Megan is the reason that all that shit came out, because she was yeah. so hard. She was contacting his, like, fucking former ex-wives in, like, godforsaken Mississippi or whatever the fuck. I mean, I thought that was, like, 
choice. And yeah, at the beginning of last season, I despised her. I hated the way that she treated Shannon. I thought it was really hypocritical and weird and dumb. And I believed all of Shannon's shit of like, what how did you get Megan's, my cell phone? Like, how was Megan brought into the group? To the group? Because um, Heather Dubrow is friends with Jimmy and one of his ex-wives, and so Megan's like the the bright new thing, like the new play toy. Right. So that's how Megan got in. And what did you tell me that you heard on Heather Dubrow's podcast, which you listened to? Oh my god, what did I hear? It was like the it was that when they wanted to get they wanted the women wanted to fire or get Alexis Bellino fired in season eight that Heather DeBrow said to one of the producers that she had a friend for the show, which they revealed in like Secrets Revealed. Oh and then right. she said in her podcast that it was Jimmy's like middle Second wife. Second wife. That like at the time she wanted to bring that woman yeah, on. Yeah, I think it was Allison, right? That woman's name that she wanted to bring on. Yeah, she had some thoughts about the Secrets Revealed. Also behind the scenes, there's been some weird stuff like I, the ladies have all been promoting this season, which I'm 100% into. No one is going anywhere near Vicky but the new girl, Kelly Dodd. And then Vicky put on some photo on Instagram of herself at lunch with Gretchen and Lizzie and, <gasps> and like tagged Andy and said, bring them back. And she, the fact that she went to lunch with Gretchen has to be a huge fuck you to Tamara. Like huge fucking. How did uh, how did Gretchen's face look? Like a like a like, like her old face, but, then, oh, but then an eraser was. Over. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little bit. It's like a Lizzie. Was there anyone who was more boring? I thought Lizzie really tried, but, but she got she just like Tamara destroyed her. I was she really really conf- tried I, last season or the season before. Was she on last season? She was like a friend of because I think that someone oh, you told right, me someone was blonde, on. So they they had a girl named Katie that they like sort of introduced, and she was like super into Jesus. So I think she was gonna be a good counterpoint to fake Jesus, Tamara um, Judge, and then um, offline her husband, who was like a super baller basketball player and like recovering addict like filed for divorce and then went on some sort of drug binge and so she just immediately left the show like 100% to deal with that like they had a bunch of kids and he was famous and she was like dealing with it and I honestly never like followed up to see how they are I assume they're in the divorce stages because it was so it got like super messy quick and she was just one of those personalities where she's like there's no fucking way this is happening on TV like but I none know. of this like was dealt with on the show right she was none. barely a presence she was like this sort of odd looking blonde woman that was like seems sweet like sort of quiet and sweet I don't know what she would have added I don't think she would have really would have added anything honestly if she had stayed um, I think she would have been more like that super oh my god what's the name of the super skinny girl who had um, who was a Christian um Lydia. Lydia McLaughlin. I, so was I think Lydia. she was. I think she would have been like Lydia, but without as much of like a strong voice. Lydia was like a mouse. It was so into her. She was so strange. She had moments though where she like really took on Slave, where I was like, "You go, girl! Like you really are like stepping up to the plate." It was interesting. I mean, like I just couldn't believe that Vicky and Gretchen are friendly now, but I think they're doing it for revenge against other people, maybe even including Bravo, since Gretchen said like that the Secrets Revealed episode was like a hate campaign against her, which I don't disagree with in the sense that she came off really badly, but I also think that's probably also Gretchen. Yeah. I think think she's... I think she's a mess. I think she's one of those people... I said this last week, too. Like, like Jilly... Like, Jilly... Like, Jill Zarin. Jill Zane. Yeah, just, like, a person who, like, was trying to do too much and trying to control their life. Like, you... At a certain point, you can't. At a certain point, you just need to, like, stop worrying and be part of the process and, like, let it happen. I feel like Gretchen was, like, just trying to push her own, make up story. Like, make up stuff. Yeah, she was doing what Bethany's doing this season, which was becoming a producer. Oh, so speak to that. 
I thought it was really like a salient point about like that like you mentioned while we were watching New York you mentioned that the like the idea of Bethany's business has become such a, oh, a right. character this season that well, she Well, I think it's ridiculous. I think that Bethany's business has become like a friend of the housewives and somehow has a say in the plot of the show in a way that's like incredibly inappropriate to the show's success. And I think that Bethany thinks of herself as a producer, but she's not. And if she had the understanding to look outside of herself, which probably isn't bad that she doesn't have that characteristic because yeah. it makes her more like connected to what the fuck is going on. But if she was a real like story producer, she would understand that her like uh, subversion of the cast this season and of the trip and how that's organized is really inappropriate. I also thought it was sort of crazy just to sidebar into New York for a second. That she actually said out loud that she <laughs> was paying for the trip, which I would think is like easily, genuinely for the kind of VIP experience that these women demand at this point, $100,000, I would say. I mean, I think it would be extremely expensive, and I think that's a really bad business decision for a savvy businesswoman to say, I'm going to eat this cost in order to control who comes. Do you think, I think that that's the was only way. not true? Do I think that she wasn't actually paying for it? Do I think that she was paying for it in the way that, like, you know, on Celebrity Apprentice or whatever, like Donald would pay, blah, 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 but it was really taken from other accounts and not his personal one. Yeah, I think she may have covered the cost and then she could legally say that if they like reimbursed her maybe. Like she could say like, I paid for this trip and then she was reimbursed. I mean, it doesn't really matter if this Mexico trip is like canceled at this point, which is just really unfair to the viewers. Ramona was It's so not her mad. badge. I mean, it was just like... Never going to think about. I just can't. I really can't. If I hear bleeding one more time. That's the new drinking game. We should have Merlot next week and drink every time Bethany talks about bleeding. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yay! I, um, you know, I, I want to, if we can talk about New York for a second. I'm also, uh, like, interested in talking about, like, the, what, the, the structure of the season or, like, what's happening. Because I feel like early on... There's a lot of drama surrounding John and Dorinda and Bethany and John and sort of how... Like real drama. Like real like drama. serious, intense and drama. And I thought there was some nice, honest moments between Dorinda... Like Dorinda and Bethany went to Home Goods, which was funny and weird. But then Bethany started bleeding and she had a doctor's appointment anyway. So like there was a moment there where that was totally like not for television where Dorinda was like, do you want me to go? Like, and, and, at the beginning, and then Bethany was like, fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then yeah, and then like, later yeah, on she was like, go, shit, she's like, can you go? And which, I was like, oh, that was real. Yeah. But I'm like... I kind of want to know more about that, like the friendship. The bleeding? The, no, the state of oh, their okay. friendship, and like I'm, I'm disappointed. I thought that the, obviously I thought that the episode in the Berkshires was terrific television and great to watch, but I'm disappointed that like the fallout has been more of Carol and Luann refusing to speak or whatever, and more of like Sonia and Bethany stuff. Like I want the women to all be together, and I want well, that. Like I and I thought I that, think I'm okay with Sonia and Bethany stuff, but I I wanted to be Sonia and Bethany stuff, and not like Sonia talking about it with Ramona and Bethany talking about it with Kara. I need some like on on camera, like coming addressing to Jesus it. Moments. Yes. Yeah. What 100%. do you think about Carol and Bethany? I'm sorry, Carol and uh, Luann. I think it was crazy that I don't think Luann was in a single moment of this episode, was she? I don't remember seeing her not once. She wasn't. And I don't. There was no one was talking about why they were just like pretending it wasn't happening. I, I guess because she was wasn't really... invited to baby's <gasps> wedding. Oh, <laughs> that is what it was. That didn't even occur to me. I'm gonna that go on the record and say depressing. that this episode, which I pretty much said in my tagline, 
this episode was the worst of the season, and I think it's because it was all centered around an event that Carol was in charge of. Like, first with of, her fucking dog. Carol also like doesn't ever seem like she wants to be doing the things she's doing. It's like she was doing this thing with the dog, and like she was like, <laughs> like she never, she always seems like she's too cool for whatever she's doing. Like that's my least favorite kind of person, which is like someone who can like is always just like oh, whatever. And I was like, why are you doing this thing with the dog? And it's and then why are you inviting that your cast members to this thing as part of the show and acting like and like. She's just such a drip. I think to me. she's too cool. She she's is too she's cool, too cool for, for the show, and it's just not working. It's just not working out. That dog thing was the dumbest thing. Also, the fact that they raised ten thousand dollars and had how many hundreds of people there? Or maybe it wasn't that many people, but it seemed like a lot of people in what looked like a very Ramona expensive venue. Ramona said three hundred people. Right. I mean, <laughs> Ramona also going for a slice of that cake and just shouting to like the zero people right next to her that one blonde woman like do you think i can eat this and then just not giving a shit if anyone had ever done that at remote at, at, oh, at yeah. ramona would have yeah. literally cooked them in the kitchen and then served them flambe yep. i mean it would have yep. not ended well and that also makes me think of that <laughs> scene with heather and the cake bow from a couple seasons ago where she's having Heather the, Thompson? No, no, Heather Dubrow where she's having the name reveal party where she's like, I'm a Dubrow now, I'm not a Heather Page Kent. Where she had the party. I don't think I know the watch oh my that God, season. She, oh my, damn. I'm sorry. I mean, I, OC is my least She proficient. organized a party where she surprised I guess technically, legally, her last name wasn't Dubrow and she surprised Terry for their anniversary by like giving him like a copy of her whatever that like had her change of last name he was like so happy and cried whatever and then she threw like a name announcement party for herself and had the most important part was the cake because the cake had a monogram of like Dubrow on it and this annoying mess of a girl who was supposed to be a friend of whose name I don't remember who was just a hot mess she was awful but it took a tiny piece of the bow off the cake and ate it. And it was like 20 minutes of the finale of Heather ripping into this girl. It was actually XO's quality TV. But it made me think of that moment when Heather lost her shit. But it was cool because like nobody questioned, like nobody did anything about well, her. Well, someone said there was something to like Carol. Well, there was a girl that was encouraging her that Ben went in for a slice of cake, which 100% would be me. And then there was someone going up to Carol and saying, like, a friend of yours is eating the cake. But what's Carol going to do? Carol's not going to, like, hop on over to Ramona and be like, what you did, what's wrong? She was too busy, like, schmoozing with fat Jewish, the fat Jewish is, like, Who Beyonce. didn't even show up, who's, I'm sure the reason that that event got whatever accommodations and discounts they got, because they were told, like, the fat, was it the fat Jewish or the fat Jew? I think it was the fat Jew. I think it's, I don't whatever. know. Whatever. He's a mess. I hate him. So, um, the fact that he promised he was going to show up for his, like, lady and his like dog child and the fact that he didn't i thought was hilarious and then they had simon junin who we know from barney's and being a social um person person <laughs> um i thought it was weird i thought it was weird i had the whole dog thing i was like maybe this will be sassy like maybe it'll be in some way interesting and they were also hyping up the fact that where celebrities were there and the celebrities were Carol. Was Tommy Hilfiger's sign. daughter in it? That Allie Lyme disease Hilfiger? Yeah, was she there? Was she? Maybe. I meant to in say. In the crowds of people, that would be an event that she would probably go to. I don't uh, think I saw her, but I don't know. In the bathroom, sniffing something? I don't know. So I feel like I actually have nothing else to say about New York, though, which is interesting. Yeah, I thought New York was a downer. I missed Lou. Um, I'm going to be super pissed if they don't do... Mexico, because I heard shit goes down in Miami, and so I would assume that we would get two vacays, and now I think we only Miami get Miami, and it's not international, like, that is fucked up, and the Miami thing is You were just like Ramona. I know, honestly, here's the thing. 
I would have responded exactly the way Ramona did. I am that selfish. I would have been like, oh, okay, I hope you survive. But also, like, I bought stuff. <laughs> so who's covering the tab? Honestly, at the end of the day, because I'm going to show up and hope for the best. Um, In Mexico, can you imagine how many terribly amazing racist things Ramona and Sonia would be doing? Senor, I, you want to pack my luggage? Senorita. That's actually the last thing I guess I have to say about New York, which was it was nice to see them together again. You know, Ramona's good at playing both sides, and she's also good at, like, when she's with Bethany and Carol, she's good at being, like... Normal. Sort of, like, not, like, be, acting like she's self-aware, but, like, seeing her with Sonya just, like, on the bed being, like, that's an authentic friendship, and, like, it's, like, they have fun she together. She is trying to also help her, and it's, like, to prep someone for Bethany, I don't know what coaching I would say. Maybe I would do what Ramona said, which is, like... Just apologize. Just say over and over again, I'm sorry I was wrong. I'm sorry, forgive me. I'm sorry, forgive me. Even though I feel like Bethany's reaction would be like, for what? Like, you need to actually tell me what you're sorry about so I know that it's sincere. Which it is in the sense that I think Sonia's desperate to have a relationship with Bethany so that she's not alienated from the show. And isn't in the sense that she's also concerned about losing that money from Tipsy Girl, which she like bows out. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what her contract is with them. It seems like she's really just the face of the business and not a partner in the business, just from what we've seen. Um, so I don't, I think she probably is regretful of this in the way that it's not going to pay the financial dividends that she was hoping for. But I, I just, I think it's like a bad relationship all, all around and she's more concerned, as she should be, for the business ramifications than for anything else. 100%. 100%. Interesting. Um, so let's, let's just spend the rest of this time talking about the OC. <laughs> um, do you think Brooks will be back at any point this season? I, there is that little teaser moment where she like calls him, She right? calls him and says she loves him, which like, fuck you, Vicky. If you make us go back to that sad place where you think that Brooks is enough. Also, Vicky's dating someone new who's like a retired cop and has a whole bunch of <laughs> lawsuits against him. All of which were settled for like significant money, like hundreds of thousands of dollars in each case for excessive force. Like he's one of those cops mm -hmm. that like, I don't know, beats people or something. I mean, it's like not good. It's not a good look. But also Vicky doesn't have the best taste. So I can only imagine this guy isn't exactly the cream of the crop. Oh, I do like the fact that she said that, so she's been dating this guy for two months. She likes him. She's trying to take it slow, which in Vicky terms means like they won't discuss marriage for at least another three weeks. Um... I do like the fact that she said that Brianna loves him. Now it's Vicky saying that, so who knows if that's the truth. But I'm curious to you see. You read about all this where? Um, she talked about him on Watch What Happens Live. Her Instagram has stuck with him. And then the Daily Mail, which is my like go-to periodical. It is my New York Times. <laughs> in addition to the New York Times. Um, had all this shit about his uh, various lawsuits and the fact that he like threw someone in a fire pit or whatever. Um, Seems like a great guy. I mean, honestly, anyone is a step above Brooke, so, like, kudos. I think that it's, you know, good. I'm glad she's going to be with someone. She obviously isn't comfortable being alone. I want to see where Dawn is. I want there to be, like, some friendly, even though I know it's not going to happen, because I'm sure Dawn would never, ever go back on camera ever again. Mm -hmm. But I'd love to see just, like, a little glimpse into, like, how their relationship is. I do miss Dawn a little bit. I thought he was, like... I thought he was a good counter to Vicky. I know that they didn't have a great marriage, but I thought he was, like, a good person to have just trying to like keep her on the reality side of things yeah yeah but there was maybe a good temperament i think one of the best things that's going uh, that vicky has going for her right now is that she 
that Brianna Brianna is moving back. Or, oh my god, I'm so happy about that. I think that I think Brianna is the best person to come out of any housewife show. She seems the smartest and the most grounded on, on, on any franchise of I any person who's a regular. I would to have her have a more substantial role in the show, and I hope that that will happen. I hope it won't be like she moves back but like doesn't want to be on camera. I think she actually probably likes it a little bit. Also, because she like makes banks, she's a real job as a nurse. Like she's she like does well. She's in a you know settled marriage, like in a good way. Like she yeah. settled down with her husband, with their two kids, two cute little cutie patootie little boys. She doesn't seem like uh like a. Like Carolyn Manzo's daughter, whatever her name is, I forget right now. Lauren, you you are not into Lauren I just Manzo think, Scalia. I think that Lauren like I think that Scalia. Scalia. I think that Lauren wants to be on the show. Lauren Matsu. I mean, lots of like, lots of people want to be on the show. Why so, not? If you were raised in it. But I feel yeah. like Brianna doesn't. I think that she doesn't. I think Brianna's fine with it, but she could still have a perfectly pleasant life without yeah, it. I don't think she needs it, and, and I she's think not that a lot working, of those other people need it. And she's not working in an industry. Um, uh, she's not working in an industry that requires or would be enhanced by the fact that she's on the show, whereas Lauren has, like, beauty salons, cafes, which is a terrible name, but, like, she has a couple branches of that. Obviously, if they were filming Real Housewives shit there, that would help from a PR standpoint. Maybe, maybe she'll be a friend of this year. Maybe. I don't know what... Oh, maybe because of Jacqueline. Yeah. yeah possibly. Um, so what did you think of the new OC housewife? Um, I was into Kelly. I mean... I think she seems, I might not be into her, but, like, I think that she seems like a fun addition. That's the best way I can phrase it. Like, I think I'm into her being um, Mexican, because I think it's, like, I like whenever there's, like, not just all, like, white women. Yeah, but there's diversity. Um, So I'm into that. I'm into the fact that I think what's really going to actually add really interesting dynamic is that her, like, adult brother lived with her as well as her oh mother. Oh, my God, who was so attractive. Um, I'm not into him, but <gasps> I knew... Not, I thought he was, like, generically cute, which is a reach for me. Like, oh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm usually into Maybe, like, balls. generically, like, straight guy cute. But really? It's, like, whatever. Interesting. Her mother looks like Jill's hair with a wig, so I oh wouldn't God, be surprised if... Oh, my God, so into her mother, so into Bobby. her mother's hair. Um, so I think that that is, like, I think that, like, that must have been... That was probably something special that they saw in casting, which is, like... That oh, she lives with her family? Yeah, like, like, very Italian. Very Italian, and like, Mexican. And she has, like, you know, that she has a, bro- a grown brother, and her mom lives with her and her, her husband, who looks like and a killer. And also, she's married to an older man, and I find it really interesting that she's, like, spoke a couple times, or at least, at least once, about how she's had, like, a difficult marriage, which is something that's interesting to just sort of open up about, that they have, they've had a tough relationship and marriage. I'm curious to see why that is like if it's like a personality clash or he's difficult or she's difficult or whatever i loved her like cute little chubby daughter what was her tagline oh we actually have let's do a deep dive into the taglines i actually have the taglines for all of these bitches and by bitches i mean oc bitches um let's look uh, so Shannon Bedore's tagline this season was "Karma's a bitch, so I don't have to be one." Sure, not Fine. as great. It's not like, as... It will never top. She'll never top. When life gives you lemons, I mean, it's, this might be my favorite I tagline mean, of all time. A hundred percent. I think that is actually, in fact, my the best Same. tagline ever. Tamra Judge, my faith is strong, and my ass isn't bad either. It's typical Tamra. It's Doesn't like, really say anything about her. I mean, it's, I guess just that she's sassy. I thought it would be sort of more of like, don't fuck with me, because that's more of a Tamra. It's more about like her owning that she has a tight ass because she's a bodybuilder and that she's so Oh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. good for the Tamra of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Heather Dubrow, if at first you don't succeed, try it my way. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I think it's funny. I liked it. Okay, Megan King Edmonds. In the game of life, I choose my team wisely. Oh. I... <laughs> It's not great. I guess it's like sports related because it's a team. Oh yeah, and also game. I don't care. I don't. I don't know. I think it should just say baby. Like I don't. I don't think she's gonna have anything else to offer. Okay, Kelly Dodd. And how old is Kelly Dodd, by the way? She, she said fifty-five. Like, to Vicky, and Vicky was like, "Oh my god, great!" Because I'm only fifty-four. And then she was like, "I just said that." And it was like, was Vicky was so excited. She was like, "You're older than me, thank God." She <laughs> was so thrilled. I can't figure out how she's like almost ageless. I feel like early forties. Yeah, she she like got all her. She's like one of po- at the point where she doesn't have an age anymore. You can't tell. She probably started Botox at like twenty-four. I mean, like she's one of those people that was like into self-preservation very early okay her tagline i don't throw parties i am the party that's fine i think that's perfectly fine i think that's good and probably also true she's very bubbly vicky gumbleson before you judge me you better be perfect mm. i wish vicky had something better is vicky in the center she is right uh yeah vicky and vicky's in the center then tamra's just off of her and then dubs as in heather dubrow on the other side shannon on the other side um M K E Megan King Edmonds and then New Girl Kelly Dodd. I was into the Kelly story. I really just I want to know more about her marriage. I don't know why I find it so intriguing. I just think that when you drop that kind of little egg early on, if shit is going down in my house, I just wonder how bad it's going to be. I would assume pretty bad. And I just loved her like chemistry. You know, it actually almost reminded me of the Manzos a little bit. Oh, because they were just like really they were like a real family. The Manzos like. Put a camera in front of them, take it away. Like, they, they have, like, real stories between them. Like, they live life together. And I think it's probably also true of Kelly. I also can't imagine living with... It's also, like, a cultural thing. Like, Italian, Mexican. It's, like, an yeah, ethnic, kind of so... like Jewish. Like, right. these are These are, like, the dynamic of those types of... Um, types of, like, relationships are different yeah, than, like, waspy people. Yeah, and they're, like, loud. You, you made a face. You do not agree that Jews are the same? Well, I mean, my Jewish family is, like, very... Waspy? Yeah, we are very waspy, which isn't to imply old money as much as it is just a certain amount of coldness. Yeah, no, I didn't take it as old money. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read to talk took it to be was- uh, like, no. like meaning like icy, yeah. Yeah, no, we are definitely, we're icier than others. Okay. Like when I think like, like Jews, like New York Jews I know are like food and like loudness and like a bit. I mean, each we're loud. <laughs> we're definitely, we're definitely loud. Are both like, your my parents mother- Jewish? No, my dad's side of the family is Italian Catholic oh. and then my mom's like super Jew like my mom's made yeah. the name is Schmalowitz not to <laughs> give it all away okay and cool. also my nose yeah obviously. but and, like you came out of your mother's vagina which makes you Jewish I mean my mom's are Megan's who's to say <laughs> <laughs> anywho who are Jewish housewives this is an important thing to talk about as we're wrapping um, up Heather Dubrow Bethany in her mind <laughs> um, Heather Thompson had she still been on the show she's a guest next week though <gasps> so excited to see her again i hope she's okay like i think of her i just like want her to be happy and like all that good shit um yeah die for her who else is jewish um really nobody else so i mean Jacques. i know mm, housewife i know um nobody in jersey not once not ever um dallas that's a joke i think, he's, OC, I think that one of the new uh new, new jersey houses might be i think siggy flickers oh now. right she is she is and then beverly hills um not once not ever really maybe a nobody? jeweler maybe a jeweler that appeared or a banker I but mean, like nobody's like see nobody's like a like i mean they're all actresses it's weird to me that nobody's like a jew who like changed their name i mean the um, richards know but like 
Yeah, who else is there? Lisa, probs not. Um, I mean, I guess like Camille. Yeah, we're low Camille's on Hebrews. Italian, I think. I guess it just means that I need to join a franchise. I, I mean, listen. Apparently, not, you don't have to be married. I would be really into Steph, um, Bethany annihilating you with words in your first week. You know, I could take that bitch down. I know all of her secrets <laughs> better than her. Boo boo, I'm coming for you. It's gonna be the, the SG is back. It's gonna be my <laughs> tagline. On that note, is there anything you're looking forward to next week? I'm looking forward Wanna to Heather Thompson um, being back and maybe like, you know, making, I don't know, making Carol more interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Carol once again joining us among the human race. And I'm just really happy, like a woohoo, like cheer, let's yeah, cheers, cheers, woohoo to OC being back. back. I'm so happy about that. For the Bedores. To the Bedores. Shannon, David, continue your beautiful, no longer tragic love story. And we will we'll see, you next, see week. you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.